You're so vain. They think this book cover is about you, don't you, don't you? Do you believe the rumors that that was actually about Dave Coltier, whatever his name is? Really? Yeah. I mean, I have to believe it. You have to. I have to. It's a rumor. You gotta believe it. That's something you must believe. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't... I mean, this is the first time I heard it, and now I believe it. Yeah. Hmm. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. So today we are doing an Audio Shelf Talks where we discuss what makes a good book cover. Yes, and we definitely are two people that judge books by its cover. Oh, 100%. If you're not judging a book by its cover, you're lying to yourself. You're lying. You're an absolute liar. Yeah, you're a liar, liar, plants for hire. Yes. And, you know, if we can't judge humans by the book of their cover, we're definitely going to judge books. We're totally going to judge books. Come on. Give us something. So, <laughs> without further ado, let's dive into what we think makes a good cover. Yes. So, I really love the aesthetic mm-hmm. of close-up images mm-hmm. where you have to figure out what they are. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, a perfect book cover for me would be A Curse So Dark and Lonely, oh. where you have to really look at that cover and see the I actually let my boss borrow it. Oh, I was look, I, you were looking at something and I was like, okay, what are you looking at right now? I have the, the book, co- the I have bookmark. The book mark. Yes. And so looking at the bookmark, I look at it and I see vines and thorns and I just love the, even the water driplets from the leaves. Yeah. And you have to really kind of appreciate the up closeness of those images and then uh, so th- that's where I go first. That's where my mind goes. Where does your mind go? So mine goes to um, the font. The font. Yes. The like, font. I am like a font whore. Mm, okay. Like I love them. I don't do graphic design or anything like that, but I do love me a good aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. font combo okay so if you have like four different fonts on your cover like every single word is like in a different style and one's italics one's bold one's like a cursive font a handwritten one or something and then you have a sans serif like it's too much it's too much i find that like emily carpenter books Mm. have a very pleasing cover for me like it's just like one usually a sans serif and then like a word Mm-hmm. will be in script font. Yeah. And then it's all like nicely laid out on the cover. It's mm-hmm. not overwhelming. Um, I'm looking at burying the honeysuckle girls. So oh, like, yes. that's the imagery. Yeah. I really like books also that have a picturesque kind of scene. Yes. And it, like, I love, oh my God, it's, you, you brought up Emily Carpenter, her new one that comes out um, in May, I believe. And it's called, uh, I forgot what it's called. Every, every lie, every lie I've told or something like that. Anyway, it's, it's a beach theme and it's like, you like see like halfway through 
the water and like you can see cliffs until the, the day i die yes until the day i die what were you trying to say i have no idea i don't know what i'm so stupid who hurt you i don't, I don't know but like do you like the beach like, i love like, this cover yes it's it takes me on a journey and i'm like yes. already in that world yes Ugh. this is a phenomenal cover yes i mean it just has like everything i love it it's just beautiful and it's a nice color. So I think that's the other thing is that the color of the the cover of the book has to be pleasing as well. You mm-hmm. can't have like, with the exception of Leanne Moriarty, like 20 different colors oh, yes. on your, your book. Like it just, it gives people like, for me, it makes me feel confused mm-hmm. and unsure of like, this, this person had no idea like what they were doing like yeah i it doesn't even go with the book like mm-hmm. does it actually match yep what does this mean i agree and, and i like that you brought up leanne moriarty and how she's like the exception because she does that up close picture as well yeah i think it was the husband's secret or no big little lies big little lies had the lollipop right had the lollipop and then there's another book that had the um, wishing. What are, what are those things called? Where you wish, where you oh, blow the it. Pinwheel. Yeah, like the pinwheel thing, and then you wish, and like, no, no, is it a pinwheel? It's that flower that you blow, and it goes everywhere, and like, oh, a daffodil. Daffodil. Yes. And so it had an up close image of that, and I just love those beautiful images. Yeah. And also scenic view. I think those are my two go to. Yes. Um, another author that i'm thinking of she wrote the um the gift and then remember there's that book that we did a long time ago where it was like um the gift a a psychological suspense thriller that's gonna leave you hanging yes and that was the whole title yes it was like the letter or no the sister or something the sister yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. but i liked her books too because it was one item that they focused on and I just really love looking at those types of things yeah. and saying, what does, how does this item affect the story? Yeah. And sometimes uh, the letter was another one. The letter. That was another one where it was like just the letter on the cover. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like you, we, you had the letter and it was just like one mention of it. Yeah. It wasn't even like a long thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes the books have, they have items on it that you, don't understand why that's on the cover of the book. Very true. Very like, true. Like there's some that mess that up. Like the, the vanishing man. game. Yeah, the vanishing game. Yes. The chalk man. The chalk man. Why was there a uh, uh the hangman thing, right? No, it was a hangman. It was that circus with the the Oh why can I yes, use words yes, yes. today? It was the swings. The swings. And I'm like, why is they why is that on there? It's like that literally was a scene from the beginning and it had nothing to do with anything. Exactly. So like, what are you talking about, I, Chalkman? I didn't understand it. Yeah, I was giving the Chalkman too much credit because I was thinking that it was the same one of the school shooting. Mm. Like I got it confused in my head with um what is that one called? This is how it ends. This is how it ends. Oh, yeah. that was that's another close up image of yes. the chalk. Of the chalk. And, yes. it, and that one goes because it's at a school. Mm-hmm. And so it's like children with, with chalk. And it was a gun. as a bullet going yes. through the chalk. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it gives me creeps. Yeah. Man. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when we go through Target and we are doing our annual book tours of what Target is offering. Yes. The books that we take pictures of and put on our TBRs mm-hmm. 
are the books that have the most interesting and fascinating covers. Yes. We're not going for cartoon covers. Mm -hmm. We're not going for like loopy doopy fonts. Yes. We're going for that like classic. This looks like a New York Times bestseller. Exactly. And you know, what are you, th- what are your, what are your thoughts on the up and coming kind of, you mentioned cartoon characters, but a lot of books, especially YA now are bringing in that cartoon esque uh-huh. character, like, like Becky Abertali and, and Adam, um, Silvera's, uh, what if it's us? Yeah. And we're even the new one that we're going to be rec- uh, listening to on our booktube by Casey McQuiston. She has cartoon characters and it, but it's not overwhelming. Right. It's not kitty cartoons. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a very kind of like gritty, um, almost like they were drawn on sidewalk yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, they look very mature for being cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like it's getting young adults. It's taking uh, young adult aged people from kitty books mm-hmm. to this more mature yeah. kind of genre. And I also like it, those, ty- those those books are telling you ahead of time if you look on the cover these are two people that i'm putting together or this is the person i'm talking about my book yeah so you're not gonna like it if you don't like the overweight girl on the cover of my book exactly Mm -hmm. like it's getting us to the point that we might not understand or we might miss in the description yes so I like that. Exactly. And of course, there's those romance novels Ooh. where they have uh, the, can't believe it's not Balta guy. Fabio? On like, yeah, Fabio on every single cover. Does he still do them? I don't think he does. But no. now it's like these naked men and it's women. It's like straight up naked. Like Harlequin is like not playing around anymore. Yes. They're like, you're going to get a ding dong. Like you can see the nips. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that sheer nighty is not hiding anything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with those romance books, it's the same thing. Like when we were doing our after dark segments, we would find the most ridiculous books. The most. Remember that half caveman, oh, alien my god. It was like CGI'd. monster. Oh my god! It was like CGI'd book, and it was just like it was atrocious. It was the worst. It was so bad. Um, but we knew that that was going to be one that our after dark would absolutely love. Oh, that was a big hit. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. it was just so ridiculous. But like, if you're trying to like really seriously be a romance novelist, Mm -hmm. if you make your covers because you're independent or if you're depending on a friend to make your covers, make sure that they have them where it's like black background Mm -hmm. and like. I like the close-ups of people. Like yes. I know that we did the ones last year for um, that one group. Oh yes, um, audio. Oh my god, audiobooks. Omg, audiobooks. Omg, yeah. audiobooks. Yeah, which I don't know if they're around anymore. I hope they are. I don't. I. I their Twitter is not active. Oh, well, I the, hope they come back for Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. But like their co- their covers of their books. OMG. Oh, I love, I love them. I fell in love with them. And even if the book like wasn't that great, the cover actually had kind of an effect on me. Yeah. With, with liking and, and elevating it in Mm -hmm. my head. Exactly. Mm. So what other genres do we need to be looking out for in terms of the book cover? What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like different genres go a little crazy or a little different. Yeah. So I feel like, like 
I feel like children's books, mm-hmm. not not children's books that you can buy at like Target or anything like that. Like yeah. the ones that are like ABCs. Mm-hmm. You can see me pee or something like no. that. Like none of like those yes. need to have quite sophisticated covers. But there are like some teen books. Mm-hmm. Like there's that one that we wanted to listen to. The um, it's like Serafina. Oh yes, yeah, Serafina. Yeah. And the black m- and cauldron the black or something. Black cauldron? black cauldron or something. Yeah, something. Um, that one has a really good cover, even though it's like a cartoon, it's like a kitty cover. Yeah. It still is like fascinating to look at. It looks like it's a world that I want to be a part of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also feel like horror books yes. have a very difficult time figuring out a cover. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we what, have the yeah, Exodus. Yeah. What do they spotlight? The, yeah. ex- the Exodus had, was like Bones. Exodus was like, yeah, Bones. I mean, we had that one that was um, the psychological, that was like the the horror one where it was like a small town and the the doctor came in and started oh, giving yes. people. Um, what was that called? What was that called? That was a. Give people like. Lobotomies. Uh, lobotomies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was called. But the cover of that one was actually pretty good. Yes. Satisfying. We talked about that in our episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we cannot remember the name of the book. Uh, That's going to drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I feel like horror has a hard time Mm -hmm. with its book designers. It's usually like a a door or like a, you know, a, a... scary item like a yeah. knife or something yeah or like blood or like something weird something abstract yes um i feel like psychological thrillers have their covers on point one point because it's like am i gonna be interested in this yeah. is this gonna grip me yeah definitely it's an art yeah i feel like for horror books if you like if you're an author and you you want to have a a horror book I feel like slapping on, like taking a, a page out of like, I know Riley Sager's um, Final Girls was more psychological thriller, but mm-hmm. it was still kind of horror-esque. Yeah. Having, you don't need a lot on the cover. You don't need pictures or like heavy imagery. You have a red background, black font, mm-hmm. an interesting font that looks like it's kind of cut up and carved. Yeah. You're good. Blake Crouch does a really good job with his uh, book covers in terms of like his horror books. I know that Dark Matter was really appealing cover to me. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there was nothing. There was no people. Yeah. There was no images. It was just straight up like, you know, creepy. Yeah. His The Pines book. That looks really cool. The Wayward Pines. Oh, my God. I love that series. I read the first one. I want to read the second one. But they also made the TV show about it. Yes. Which I need Mm -hmm. to watch. So good. So good. Um, yeah, his, his books are really, really good and they're not like, I don't know. They, they're just appealing. Um, could do without that locked doors one, which is actual stairs. Oh, interesting. Seems, that one doesn't seem like a very good cover, but mm. seems like as he's gone on, um, he's gotten like stronger with his book covers telling a part of the story as well. Like Definitely. being a part of the story. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing for books when author if you get the cover designed for yourself mm-hmm. or if your publisher just has like four designs and you have to pick one mm-hmm. and or you may not even get to see, 
putting that input in in any sort of way that you can, Mm -hmm. a successful cover is going to make for a successful book sometimes. Exactly. You know what is very odd? And it's weird because I don't like the cartoon aspect of it. But when you match them with cozy mysteries, Uh cozy mysteries are interesting to me because you will put a woman with like a cartoon woman with a cat by her side and holding up brownies. (laughs) And it's like the, the, the modern woman's murder bakery and the cat chronicles or whatever and it's you're like i'm interested in this yes why am i interested in this <laughs> yes and it's that whole cozy mystery thing yeah and that that will get you that will sneak up on you yes but if it's a, a book that i want to take for serious like a fiction or mm-hmm. a psychological thriller i don't want cartoons it really depends no. on the genre yes absolutely and seriously a cover can make or break a book for us yeah definitely yeah so i mean you know what else is going to make or break us? What? If people do not subscribe to our <laughs> information, our social media. So please go on our Instagram, which is audioshelf underscore podcast, and hit that little follow button. We have Facebook, which is at audioshelf, and we have Twitter, which is audioshelf me. Mm-hmm. And then we have the big one. Booktube. Booktube. So please go on there, type on the whole YouTube channel, type audio shelf, scroll down until you get past those burly shelf building men. It's like two of them. And then press subscribe on that audio shelf channel. Yes. And if you want to subscribe to hear more episodes and get alerts for our episodes, please uh, think about clicking that little bell on Spotify and also Google Play Music and iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and Podknife and all the pods that you can ever find. We are everywhere. So please come back, listen to us. And if you want to help us grow and expand our show in new and exciting ways, please consider becoming a patron. You get episodes before everybody and you also get um, in on our discussions. Mm hmm. For our questions and our, our schedules and stuff like that. Ooh, that's like a producer to you. Yeah. Uh, so you can find us by clicking on the patron link mm-hmm. under this episode, or you can just Google Audio Shelf Patreon. Do we have any Patreons to give shout outs to, such as Anne? <laughs> I like how you say that. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Anne, for your continued patronage of our Patreon <laughs> and That's, our I like show. That. I like that. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate it. And your support means everything to us. Yes. So thank you so much, Anne. Yes. And if you would like to get two free books, if you find two beautiful covers that is aesthetically mm. pleasing to you. Gillian Flynn has a lot. Yes. A lot, a lot, a lot of great covers. Love me some Gillian Flynn uh-huh. books. So if you want two free books for the price of zero dollars, go to audioshelf.me, our website, and click on the Audible affiliate link to download a 30-day free trial. And you get two be- two free books. Two free books. Can't ask for much more. Nope. All right. Well, until our next Audio Shelf Talks. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.